When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Today, you're going to hear the three best indicators I found for new traders. When used together, they can be incredibly effective and they're simple to use and set up. But first, I've made a few trades uh, yesterday and I added a few stocks to my long-term portfolio. I go ahead and put all of it in the outro, so once you get to this episode, stick to the outro so you can hear what I've been up to the last two days. I hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope you find these indicators useful in your trading. Stay tuned. So the first indicator for new traders is the RSI, the Relative Strength Indicator. It measures momentum, right? The strength of a trend. The default parameters for this indicator includes the length being 14 days and the overbought and oversold uh, parameters being 70 and 30, respectively. Uh, you don't need to know any, any of that. All you need to know is that the length is 14 days, but once you put the indicator on the uh, chart or below the chart, it populates for you. So all you need to know is that 14 days, what's overbought, which is above 70, or what's oversold, which is below 30. Now, what does all this gibberish mean? This is a very simple way to put it. The RSI represents momentum, like I said. When the stock is price is rising, you want momentum into that trend, right? When the stock is moving up, you want to see that there's momentum behind it. If a stock is rising with no momentum, that's a bad thing. But if a stock is riding with good momentum, that's a good thing. That represents bullish enthusiasm, which could lead to prices continuing to go higher. The 70 mark is the danger top, and this all can, be, uh, this all can work backwards as well. So when the stock is falling, um, if the RSI is going down, that's actually momentum to the downside. So you see that uh, the 30 mark is the danger bottom. So when a stock is falling and the RSI is going down with it, that is not good news either. So when the RSI is above 70, what that tells you is that the trend is going up, um, but it's running too hot. So the RSI going up is a very good thing, but once it gets into that territory, you actually notice the indicator, the line is normally white. It'll actually turn red when it passes above 70, indicating it's a danger zone. That's when the trend is running too hot. It's too bullish, <laughs> essentially. Now, that also could indicate that it's nearing a reversal or a pullback. Some stocks will run to the red, come back down below, and then push higher. Some stocks will run to the red, come, to, come below, and just keep falling. That red zone tells you that there's a chance for a potential reversal or pullback in the near future. 
When the RSI is below 30, that suggests that it's an overreaction. So if the stock is falling down, if it goes below 30, it's suggesting that there may have been an overreaction to the downside and there could be a reversal or a bounce coming soon. Now, it doesn't indicate that as soon as it clashes 30 or as soon as it crosses 70, that's going to turn around. It can run red in both directions for a long period of time. All it's doing is suggesting or signaling that there's a potential for something to happen. That's all we need is a potential. You can also see price patterns using the RSI just like on a price chart, right? This allows you to identify divergencies in price and indicators. Divergence means one thing is going one way, one thing is going the other way. So here's a common example. If price is going higher and the RSI is going lower, that means that the price is rising without momentum. That's a divergence that indicates that the trend, the upside trend, is weak. There's a lot of different ways to use RSI, but for beginners, uh, its simplicity lies in the ability to tell whether it's going up or down, because the line literally is going up or down, and uh, it identifies whether the price direction is supported by momentum. So that's the beauty in its simplicity. The second uh, indicator for beginners is the MACD, the Moving Adve uh, Average Convergence Divergence. This you can also leave at the default parameters as well. Now, there's a few things on this indicator to describe, but it is very simple to use. It can be uh, looked at just like the RSI, the Moving Average Convergence Divergence, or the MACD. It points up and it also points down. The only difference is now there are two lines. Right? There are two lines, and there's also what's called a zero line. The zero line is um, kind of that middle level. Right, Above it is positive territory. Below it is negative territory. Those two lines that you find move together, so they can bo both point up or they can both point down. Uh, in the default settings, you're going to see that the one, light, one line is light blue and the other line is beige or like an eggshell color. And you can guess it, when the lines are pointing up, that's bullish. When the lines are pointing down, that's bearish. Uh, here's what helps it work well with the RSI. Those two lines uh, differ from the RSI because RSI has one line. But the RSI helps give direction, and it also gives overbought and oversold. But it can be difficult to find other actionable signals in between that, those metrics, right? Because it's pointing up, that's great. It's pointing out, down, that's great. Overbought, great. Oversold, great. But it's, it's hard to find other like a get-in signal or a get-out signal. With the uh, MACD, having those two lines gives you a signal because when they cross, that's an actionable signal that you can move now. It doesn't mean you should move now. But it's an actionable signal that you can move now. When the blue line crosses above the beige line and the lines point up, that's bullish. When the blue line crosses below the beige line and both lines are going down, that's bearish. So when the lines are crossing below the zero line to head up, that's bullish. When we're in negative territory, if they cross and they start pointing up, they're going towards bullish territory. That's momentum. When the lines are above the zero line in positive territory and they cross and start heading down, that's bearish. They're going from positive to negative. When you combine the RSI direction with the crossing of the MACD, that can uh, represent a very strong signal for a trend when you combine those two. Now, the last uh, indicator for beginners is a TTM squeeze. Two things to look at here. There's a zero line 
just like the MACD, and there's also a histogram. So we'll start with the histogram. The histogram uh, are waves above and below the zero line. When they're above the zero line, that's a light blue and a dark blue. That's positive territory. When they're below the zero line, they are red and yellow. The light blue indicates increasing momentum. So that's the first one you'll see when the TTM crosses the zero line. The first color you'll see is light blue. Dark blue indicates decreasing momentum. So when the light blue has reached the top, you can only see that being indicated by a dark blue following a light blue. That inc indicates decreasing upside momentum. The red below the zero line, which is the first color you'll see when the dark blue crosses the zero line, you'll see red. That indicates, that indicates increasing downside momentum. When the red turns into yellow, that indicates that the downside momentum is dissipating. Now, away from the, zero, away from the histogram, you have the zero line. Along the zero line, this is the one difference between this and the MACD. The zero line has an indicator in itself. Outside of the colors of the histogram, when you see the zero line start to show red dots as the yellow line hits the zero line or the dark blue from the top hits the zero line, when you see red dots, that's called a squeeze, hence the name TTM squeeze. The squeeze is like shaking up a soda bottle, right? When there's so much momentum being packed into one uh, location, right? You're shaking the soda bottle up with the cap on. When you see a squeeze, the cap is about to be removed and the stock is going to explode to the upside or the downside. You will never know what direction. It can go from light blue to dark blue and then come down to the zero line and you would think that the squeeze means it's going to go below the zero line. The squeeze could pop it right back up. Same thing for the going to the upside. You can see a yellow decreasing downside momentum hit the zero line going up, thinking it's going to go from negative to positive, you see a squeeze and you expect the squeeze to shoot it up to the light blue. Here's the thing, though. You will not know the direction. That's why we combine all three indicators. The RSI gives us direction. The MACD gives us direction and gives us an actionable signal with a cross, and it also has a histogram of its own showing where the momentum is. And the, the TTM gives us when that squeeze is going to happen, we can assume it's to the upside if we have a crossing MACD and a positive RSI. If the RSI is negative and the MACD has crossed and is going down, we can assume the squeeze is going to be a drop to the downside. Again, assumptions, probability, we're lining things up in our favor. Now, to me, the RSI, MACD, and TTM are the easiest to use for beginners because they're simple. You don't have to change anything with the default settings. They come made to be used right away. Plug and play. The RSI, remember that's momentum. When it's pointing up, momentum up. When it's pointing down, momentum down. When the MACD is pointing up, momentum up. Same thing if it's going down, momentum down. When the blue crosses over the beige to the upside, that's positive. When the blue crosses over the beige to the downside, that's negative. When you see a TTM go from yellow, cross over the zero line to light blue, that's positive. And again, when it crosses from a dark blue across the zero line to a red, that's negative. When we add the squeeze to that whole equation, that represents explosive move to the upside or downside. 
we're using our probability to determine whether it's going to be an upside burst or a downside burst. You can still use all three indicators without a squeeze being present. But a squeeze allows you to note, notice or pay attention to when there is a big move. And that might be uh, an indicator that you could use an option play because a squeeze indicates that something big is going to happen relatively soon. Where if there's no squeeze, you never know how fast time, uh, how fast the stock price is going to move. Now remember, nothing is guaranteed. No matter how many indicators you use, uh, nothing is guaranteed. But the uh, when the line, when you line the odds in your favor by combining different indicators and price action on the chart, because the indicators do not control everything, price action is what matters indicators measure price action. So if you understand price action, using indicators only validates your theories. So combining indicators with price action helps you line the odds in your favor. To me, these three indicators are the simplest I've found to use for beginning investors. And in, like in many areas of life, simple equals success. Before you go, let me know your favorite indicator. Head over to marketadventures.co and send me a message or uh, find the free Discord on the website and join the Discord and you can send me a message there as well. You've been waiting. Now I'm going to let you know. The stocks I added to my long-term were Skills, uh, ticker symbol SKLZ, and Butterfly, ticker symbol BFLY. Skills does mobile gaming um does transaction setting up for mobile gaming, so it helps companies who have gaming uh, better be able to monetize their platform. Butterfly is a an imaging company, a medical imaging company, uh, and that's why I bought those. I'm in the healthcare space, and I think the Butterfly, what they're adding to the medical industry is dope, and I'm also a gamer, and I think that Skills is going to uh, be able to capitalize on the boom that's coming to gaming in the next couple of years. I also bought uh, DraftKings, DKNG, at $54.28 uh, yesterday, and I have a $60 price target. If it keeps going, I'll hold on, but at $60, I'm going to look to take some profits off the table. I also bought a Target 230 put option that expires October 15th, so we'll see how that one goes as well. I'll just be paying attention to these as the week goes along, as we get ready for a big economic event on Friday with all the central banks in the world meeting, um, and they'll be releasing their statements shortly after. These are my first trades since taking the week off. I use all three indicators to make all these trades and confirm the entry with price action. So wish me luck. Enjoy the rest of your day. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well. And remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.